Weeks. It's Monday, August 29th, 2022. Coming up on the program today, defending the use of diapers for women with a torrential-style heavy-flow menstruation. Plus, a predator catching results in self-stabbing, trying to buy a child at a Winn-Dixie, and looking for extramarital poon on your honeymoon. Distorted View Daily proudly presents a customer unhappy with his mortgage rate. About this home equity line, uh, I got a, uh, I redid my second mortgage with y'all, and you fucked me on that, brother. You, you hit me for 12%, and then you hit me for a $4,000 payoff pre-penalty. Of course, my credit's gone sky high since then. It's 732, so I'm dealing with and they, I've combined both of them, and they couldn't believe how you treated me. You fucked me on that deal, man. You didn't tell me there'd be a $4,000 penalty when I pay, if paying it off early or paying it off within two or three years. But they're they giving me 6.2% and combining both my loans. And uh, I might pray for you and I might not, but you have to fuck people, man. I wonder if your mama knew when she raised you and patted you on the head that you'd be working for these sleazy-ass credit card companies fucking people over, man. I badmouth y'all to everybody I can. My name's You know who I'm talking about. Yeah, I'm gonna pray for you, man. But you know, I hope you get slow stomach cancer or rectum cancer or something like that, or somebody you love gets some kind of disease. Cause you fucked me on this, man. And I worked my whole life for this house, and I didn't know. You know, I call y'all up and y'all fuck me, y'all fuck me, and you fuck me. And then on the other loan I got through y'all, y'all raised the, the price three times. And I'm putting a hex on you, man. Wait and see. In about three weeks, you'll start throwing up something, and then you're gonna get slow stomach cancer. I hope. That's unchristian to say, I know, but you're a dog ass, man. You can't fuck with people like this, man. So, you know, kiss my ass and don't send me no more paperwork. And I never called you to cuss you like this, but you sent me new paperwork and I'm telling you to get fucked. And either you or somebody you love is going to get slow stomach cancer. I'm putting a hex on you, man. I'll probably have bad luck for trying to do you dirty, but fuck you and the horse you rode in on, you cocksucker, motherfucker, ass wiper, dildo head, silly motherfucker. Don't send me nothing else, dickhead dude from hell. And I hope your mama's proud of you when she patted you on the head. You grew up to work for the man who's out to fuck people, and that's what you do, man. So shove it up your ass and all your shit, fuckhead. The Distorted View Show with Tim Henson. I know what abortion smells like. Did you know abortion even had a smell? Anyway, this is Fiona, and I want to hear from you. I want to suck your cock. Is Miss Vagina thinking about Mr. Penis? Yes! Tim Hansen back here with you to start a new week. Program's got a great show for you. I hope you had a wonderful weekend. I sure did. Very relaxing. I uh, downloaded the Splatoon 3 demo. <laughs> What's a demo? It's a recording, Libby. Of me singing voice. In this case, it was a um, free weekend of an upcoming video game, Splatoon. I was, uh, you know, I'm a 42-year-old man playing a video game all about spraying goo on other players who just typically happen to be 12-year-old Asians. Really lending credence to the idea that uh, all gays are groomers. Eh, I was playing with little boys, slinging slime, as I like to say. All the weapons are very sexual. It's like, I'm going to douse you with my goozooka. You're going to be dripping from head to toe on what I'm shooting out. Are you coming on me? Yeah, that's what it looks like. Nintendo's very smart, though. They never make the uh, the goo, the slime that you blow out of your cannon uh, white. Except for once. 
and I think they learned their lesson. It was like they it was uh, like a competition where you pick like there were two teams and you pick like what's your favorite condiment? Uh ketchup or mayo? Meowness. I was obviously on team mayo and it uh, most certainly looked like spunk. There's so much. I feel like I'm drowning in a river of cum. Uh, yeah, that's, that was my weekend. I just I sat on my fat ass playing video games. Hope you were a bit more active than me. Listen, I have got a great show for you. We've got so much audio to go through. I got to say thanks to Black Prophet Legacy for submitting a brand new U-Tard. Ladies and gentlemen, I would like to introduce you to Zach Compton. He's not only a U-Tard, he's also a Linda Finkel Hall of Fame nominee. And to introduce you to this young man, we're going to have him play one of his brand new unreleased songs called Late Nights. Now notice... It's kind of just like um, uh, piano backing right now. You also hear some drums, right? What you don't hear is a guitar, which is odd because he's holding a guitar and he's strumming it like he's playing it, but he's not. Black Prophet Legacy calls it uh, an air physical guitar. It's uh, being used as a prop more than anything. It's funny because he's positioned the camera so you can see like the top of the guitar and you can see his arm moving up and down like he's uh, actually doing something with the guitar. You don't see any of the the strings, though. I mean, this is bad. Don't get me wrong. It's not the worst we've ever heard, though. Black Prophet does have a, a favorite line, though. Let's listen to that. It's all right. And now I'm back on the phone. I see everybody smiling when I join the phone. They said, hey, Zach, what's up? I say, what's up? They said, Kelly's a big-ass slut. My girl <laughs> left my ass. This is really just him sing-talking through a telephone conversation with his friends. Now, I don't know who this Kelly slash Kelsey is, but um, Zach here does not care for her in the least. As a matter of fact, I've got another video uh, featuring Zach. This time, instead of holding a prop guitar, he's holding a gun. Let's hope it's a prop. And he's got a message for Kelsey. Kelsey? You gonna talk shit about Gabby? About wearing diapers? <laughs> she can't help that. <laughs> yeah, this is what the song should be about. She has. She okay. I'm gonna explain it. She wears these wears those because. She, I love the the PlayStation music in the background. Really sets the mood. A little mysterious. Because she on her periods. Oh, she's on her periods. And I don't know why you're laughing. You wear pads. You wear pads on your period. Gabby just has a heavy flow. So what are you making fun of her for? You're just about the same. She needs extra support, extra absorbency. The kind of moisture wicking that only Pampers can provide. 
the hell is wrong with you? Try me, bitch. Try me. You little fake-ass, saggy-titty, fake-ass Christian bitch. Try me. Bye, Kelsey. Kelsey. I'll see you real soon. I'm gonna shoot you right between the eyes with my BB gun. It is kind of menacing there. He's a scary dude, right? People want to make fun of me over a fucking mouse, right? I'm scared of a mouse. You know, <laughs> I don't know why the fuck it's a big deal someone got scared of a little fucking mouse, okay? If y'all didn't fuck expect the motherfucker to come crawling out of your, from under your TV, you would fucking flip out too. Thank God he didn't have his BB gun in his hand at the time. But these are the Would have shot up his whole house aiming at that mouse. The fuckers that think it's funny. One, y'all can fuck off and go to hell. <laughs> Two, karma will come and bite y'all in the ass. And three, y'all are always fucking bullies. Y'all ain't, y'all think it's funny and it's not. Well. Y'all are fucking retarded. Basically dumb. And what Daniel want to say about me on fucking YouTube? Okay, say what the fuck you want. If I'm a virgin, so what? It's a good thing to be. At least I ain't out there trying to get AIDS from fucking sluts and whores. Don't get AIDS. He won't. Thank you very much. We gotta move on, but uh, this guy's very interesting. He's got so many videos. I'm gonna link to his YouTube channel, so maybe uh, some of you freaks can help me sift through the massive amount of content. One of his favorite things to sing about, though, is um, whores and women who have uh, cheated on him, even though he's a virgin. Well, you know, women are looking for sex. They gotta get it from somewhere. They're not gonna get it from him. What the hell is wrong with that bitch? You got that drip? I found out Caitlyn cheated on me. I feel like he should be singing country music. That would be more on brand for him. But now he's got these uh, fucking hip hop tracks. I found out Caitlyn cheated on me with a dude a long time ago. It wasn't the past, man. It was nothing but a load. And now I found out that she is a dirty hoe. Other tracks on this, uh, let's call it an EP, include Susie is a whore, Stacy is a fat whore, and backstabbing bitch. So that's the type of music Zach is producing. Just another angry white kid from the South. Moving on now. You know I love Chris Hansen to catch a predator. You know I love all those predator catching YouTube channels. They, of course, pretend to be 13-year-old girls when texting guys. They arrange to meet in person. And then when the pedophile shows up, the YouTuber busts them. And I guess forwards all the information over to cops. Now, I do have a slight issue with some of the YouTube variations of To Catch a Predator. It's mainly, though, a YouTube problem. You know, the type of content creator that's on YouTube, very annoying, loud, doing everything they can to agitate the pedophile to make good content for, for you know, for their channel. Also, you know, even though Chris Hansen is just a journalist, he had, like, the cops working with him. He also had this organization called Perverted Justice, and that's all they do is set up these uh, pedophile stings and stuff. YouTubers are just idiots. Like, you know, it'd be like me pretending to be a 13-year-old girl, which I have done many times on the show. But I mean, then like arranging to confront these people in real life, you never know how the pedophile is going to react. I've got a perfect example of one of these cases that uh, has gone haywire. This should be a lesson to uh, all you YouTubers out there. You got to be careful. 
this pedophile was confronted and then starts running back to his car. We've seen this move many times. He opens the passenger door. Maybe, I guess it, maybe it's it's the driver's side door because this is, I think, uh, from the UK. Get, buddy, get him off it. No, 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 no. Now that's the pedophile hunter freaking out. Why is he so upset? Because the pedophile has reached into his car and pulled out a knife. Well, now this is an interesting twist to those pedophile hunter videos. So, because you can't see what's going on here, it's probably for the best. Things are about to get bloody. Uh, who is he directing that knife at? Surprisingly, not the pedophile catcher. He uh, turns the knife onto himself and threatens to slit his own throat. Uh, get, buddy, get him off it. No, 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 no. Get that off now. Right, don't do it. The knife is right up to his throat. Don't you dare slit your throat. Now. Right, uh, right, told the police now. No, he said turn the camera off and you're not doing that. So, yep, he slits his throat. Slash his throat. Get off that fucking... Get off it now. Uh, and he's going back. Get an ambulance now. He's going back for seconds. It's kind of perfect because the pedophile is wearing just a white button-down shirt. It shows off the blood drippings nicely. I have to think the YouTuber is shitting in his pants, not because he cares about what happens to the pedophile. I mean, who cares about a pedophile? Kill yourself. We don't care. Why don't you just kill yourself? I think the uh, predator poacher here is just worried about how this is going to affect him. Am I somewhat responsible for what's happening here? Probably. Get an ambulance now. What's great is during this whole two minute clip, the pedophile hunter, his associates and strangers are all trying to get the knife from this guy and they can't. Right, right, hang on. Some, some dude runs up from behind the pedophile. The pedophile doesn't see this guy coming and just punches him in the face. Ambulance now. Right, right, hang on. Right, get him off. Get that knife off him. That's the thing. And still, he holds on to that knife and no one is able to grab it. No, no, get the knife off him, please. Get the knife off me. Get the knife off now. Get the knife off me. Get off me. Get off the knife. Don't kick him. Just get the knife. Yeah, don't kick him. Like, we realize he's a bad guy. We all hate pedophiles. We're not here to beat him up. We're just trying to get the knife from him so he doesn't hurt himself. Don't kick him, just get the knife. We know he's a dirty pervert, but right now he's bleeding out. <laughs> he, like, he jammed the knife in his jugular. Hamlet! Hey, get it off him now! Get it off him now! Still has that knife. Protecting children from him. I don't know how many times he slit his throat here. It's hard to tell, but he is bleeding profusely. You dirty pervert! Yeah, I mean, they finally got the knife from him. I think the first comment on the video pretty much sums it up. I mean, after the guy cuts his own throat and there's blood everywhere, everyone in the video starts yelling and diving for the knife haphazardly, you know? 
what an absolute clusterfuck of an opportunity for everyone to get hurt. It's a fucking knife on a guy that has nothing left to lose, right? Like, you know, he's desperate. He could have swung the knife. He could have, you know, grabbed a stranger and held him hostage. Guy's a desperate, kitty-touching psychopath. Well, I found a local news story about the incident. Um, unfort- I guess unfortunately, we're going to say here, unfortunately, he didn't die. I don't know what's worse for a pedophile, to uh, kill oneself or to have to suffer the legal consequences and live the rest of your life as a registered sex offender. In this case, I kind of feel like we got the best of both worlds because, you know, slitting your throat can't feel good. The article says here he uh, suffered serious injuries, but, you know, if he's able to recover, then he will still have to answer for the pedophile stuff. So I think it worked out uh, in the end pretty well. That's what I call a happy ending. That's as happy as you're going to get here on DV. I've got a very short clip here of uh, a woman on drugs. She's tweaking and her neighbor just doesn't want to hear it. <laughs> you got the NPC uh, music playing in the background. Take note that uh, no sound that has come out of her mouth even resembles a word, right? What the fuck is wrong with you? Don't be up here making all this goddamn noise in our community. I know you need help, I know you're home, but at the same time, chill out. You need Jesus, alright? Leave me alone. Nothing like a black man yelling at you to sober your ass up right quick. All of a sudden, she's fine. Leave me alone. Mind your own business. He scared her straight. God bless you. You need Jesus. Just leave me alone. Bitch, fuck you. He's like the tweaker whisperer. Somehow he's able to get through to them. Speaking of insane people, uh, we have featured Bob Hickman several times on DV over the years. You remember Bob Hickman, right? He has an insane haircut and he starts every video with God enter my body like a body my same size and then talks about how God makes his penis hurt. The guy has a sexually transmitted disease or a urinary tract infection or something. You may also recognize Bob Hickman's van. His minivan uh, has a lot of texts scrawled on the side, mostly about God and entering bodies and filling up bodies with holy ghosts and stuff like that. Anyway, uh, after a short hiatus, it looks like Bob Hickman is uh, posting regularly again on YouTube. Here is one of his most recent videos. God entered my body like a body of my same size. Before, I slept with men. I slept with men. And I went back for seconds. Bob, you cheeky, horny little devil, you. Uh, the reason why there's such a bad echo is because Bob is filming this in a public restroom. He may have just had sex with a man and had seconds. I never changed. Oh. But I got old. Ooh, I need to get my band fixed. What would Freddy Krueger say? Before we get to Freddy Krueger, he's saying a lot here. He's saying that he hasn't changed. He still wants to fuck men and women, but he got older. I'm thinking he has some ED issues. That may all stem from why his penis was hurting. If he could just get to a doctor, I'm thinking it's syphilis. Driving the poor man insane. He also says that his uh, minivan is broken down, which is a real shame. Be faithful to your spouse. That's uh, what Bob is saying in a Freddy Krueger voice. All right. The most shocking thing to me about Bob Hickman, and this is saying a lot, but uh, it, it is shocking to me that 
This guy's able to hold down a job. He's obviously schizophrenic, a sex freak, and impotent. But in his newest video, just posted yesterday, he's in the back of a semi-truck. He's a truck driver, and uh, I we finally found out in this video who he works for because he's like wearing the vest, the outfit that you're supposed to wear when you are a FedEx driver. This is a man who may have handled some of your packages from Amazon or Apple or Best Buy. Bob Hickman may have manhandled some of your shipment. No wonder FedEx is always running late. Greetings. It's time to jog. I'm inside a 28-foot trailer. 28. See, there's two of them. See the other one outside that's hooked up? You see that? This trailer is... 28 feet long. It's got glass in it. Look at this. Yeah, there's broken glass. Like something obviously uh, shattered, a package or something. There's glass all over the bed of the truck, like the floor. This glass is all over the floor. Man, I'm probably. I was seeing visions of God, and he was telling me. Not to run. Like, I already have so many questions. Like, Bob Hickman wants to run to get exercise. I don't know why he doesn't do it out of his truck. Just just run outside as opposed to running back and forth in your truck that's full of glass. Right now to wait until I get home. Yeah, wait till you get home. But I lost weight yesterday by doing this, and it was his suggestion to begin with. So I'm going to do my run inside this trailer. And it- Even though God has just told him not to do that. He doesn't listen to God, even though God's in his body. I would pay attention to what the big man has to say. I'm only going to run for 20 minutes. that would be about two miles. And uh, there you are. Anyway, want a quick word from God? All right. God's in his body, so Bob can summon God to speak. Tell him that I heard a word of the Lord. I saw Holly ministering spirit and vision, and she had a light watch on showing time. Now I see the light watch with the face of Jesus on it. Well, what the fuck am I supposed to do with that information? Holly's wearing a watch with the face of Jesus on it. Okay. I like it better in the Bible when it's like, thou shall not, you know, then you you know what you're not supposed to be doing. I gotta be all cryptic. God's face on a watch. As if it even fucking matters. I mean, Bob's not gonna do anything Jesus says. God specifically told him not to run around in that glass shard filled truck and he's gonna do it anyway. Cause I lost weight recently doing it. He's very committed to exercise that Bob Hickman. Say what you will about him. You know, he's nuts. But he's physically fit. He cares about his body, and he has to, because there's two people in there. Bob and God. All right, uh, and with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist. Of the up news! Right up! What an odd collection of weirdos today. Like, U-tard after U-tard. Hey, if you're enjoying Distorted View Daily, please consider supporting this show. Go to superfreaksideshow.com right now. Sign up to become a member. When you do, you gain access to the entire archive of programs. This has really got to be one of the longest-running daily comedy podcasts. I'm going to keep getting more specific. I think we're the number one daily comedy adult podcast about porn and weird things around the internet. Hosted by a middle-aged homosexual. 
Yeah, that's the category DV's number one in. All right, listen, uh, we've done thousands of these shows since 2004. You can listen to them all in the archives. More importantly, when you become a Sideshow member, uh, you get access to all the new shows we're doing. Typically, I do two Sideshow exclusive episodes every week. Tomorrow is going to be a Sideshow exclusive one and again on Thursday. So it's a great time to sign up. Memberships are very inexpensive, only $6.99 a month. You know, we've only raised the price once ever in the history of DV. It's been $6.99 for uh, well over 10 years at this point, right? Inflation is really starting to kill me. So rather than raise the price of the sideshow, if just if more people would sign up, we can keep those prices low. You see, I deal in volume. Memberships, again, it's a great deal. $6.99 a month, even less when you opt for a quarterly, semi-annual, yearly, or lifetime membership. This uh, is how I make my living, believe it or not. So if you do like the show, please consider supporting at superfreaksideshow.com. There are other ways to support DV. You can throw a few bucks my way over there at Patreon, patreon.com slash distortedview. That helps as well. If you pledge $5, you get access to a special voicemail line where I will play your calls first. There are some other perks. Occasionally, uh, I will send out free merchandise, DV goodies. That's for my patrons at the $20 level. And yes, in September, we'll be doing another Distorted View merchandise giveaway. So be on the lookout for that. If you're not yet signed up over there, patreon.com slash Distorted View. Give me money. All right. Uh, we got some stories here. I don't want to say three quick stories because we have a bunch of Florida stories. They're all very short. And depending on the time, we might do a one or two other new stories. So let's just get started. Florida. Our most fucked up state. Always and forever. A registered sex offender on probation for trying to buy a child for $200,000 back in 2018 is back behind bars. He apparently had some more money burning a hole in his pocket. Let's try this again. Yeah, he was attempting to purchase another kid. 85-year-old Helmuth Kolb of Port Orange was arrested Thursday after the incident at a local Winn-Dixie store. You can't buy children at Winn-Dixie. Or can you? I haven't shopped at a Winn-Dixie. Are they next to the produce? Lauren Benning says she thought Kolb was just a lonely old man when he first eyed her and her playful eight-year-old daughter inside of the store. He just came up and started making comments about how pretty she was and how uh, good her dancing was and how he could never have children, but he wanted children. Mother and daughter went on their way and happened to be leaving the store through the exit as Kolb was coming out another exit. He approached me in the parking lot, actually chased me down in the parking lot and said, hey, uh, I want to make a deal with you. (laughs) All right, let's start the negotiations. What is that precious eight-year-old girl worth to you? Well, uh, he said, I want to make a deal with you. I'd like to buy her for $100,000. Now, obviously, these people don't know about his history. But man, what a slap in the face. He was willing to go to $200,000 previously. And that was like back in 2018. A lot of shit has went down since then. Inflation is through the roof, as we just talked about. There's no way you can purchase a girl for $100,000. I understand she's a little on the old side for you. I bet you the $200,000 was for, like, a much younger girl. Hi, Galileo2333. Oh, yeah, okay, Galileo2333 doesn't have $200, let alone $200,000. Thank God he's unemployed and unemployable. 
That's a bad scenario, man. Galileo 2333 plus money. Anyway, uh, did the mom take the offer? Uh, no. Uh, she said, I was in complete shock. Kolb was arrested for violating his probation, and a judge has ordered he be held without bond. Kolb had been serving five years probation for grabbing another child in a local Walmart in 2018, kissing her wrist, and offering to buy her for $200,000. I do appreciate he showed a little more restraint the second time. No touching, just, just the offer. Uh, his intent is to buy children. That's not okay, she said, stating the painfully obvious there. Police said when they questioned Kolb about offering to buy Benning's daughter, Kolb laughed and then said, we all like kids. <laughs> that's not a defense. You're just supposed to say no. No, that's preposterous. I didn't do that. The woman's crazy. She probably saw my face on the news from the last time and she's just trying to get me in trouble. Like there are tons of things you could have said to get out of this situation or try to get out of this situation by by saying well we all like kids that's like admitting to what you did all right kolb was registered as a sex offender after the 2018 incident and the terms of his probation include no contact with minor children other than family and must be accompanied in malls and big stores like winn dixie kolb was alone when he approached benning and her daughter Benning says she doesn't know what's wrong with suspect. He's a pedophile. That's what's wrong. But says there's no question something is wrong with him. He needs to be locked up and not allowed to be around kids, she said. Benning says her daughter is okay, but she was really shaken up by that bizarre encounter. Stranger danger. She learned about that. She told her mom she doesn't want to go grocery shopping with her anymore. <laughs> Just this month, Kolb filed a motion for early term. <laughs> That's the best part. Just this month, Kolb filed a motion for early termination of his probation. Your Honor, I'm a reformed man. I have seen the error in my ways. I offered way too much money the first time. That That's what he learned. <laughs> that, that was his big takeaway. Uh, a judge has not yet ruled on that request. I think I know how that's going to go for him. You up shit's creek, bitch. This is the problem with old people having so much money. They retire. They're practically millionaires. Old pedophiles are going to pedophile. You know what I'm saying? This is why I like a poor old people who are on fixed incomes and still have to work as like a greeter at Walmart, which, by the way, is totally going to be me. You think I have a retirement fund? Hell no. I'm going to be doing distorted view daily until the day I die. Maybe it's for the best I have a heart condition. I'll croak early while I'm still young and I won't have to worry about like retirement and working when I'm 80. See? It's a blessing. All right, second story we have for you today, also from our most fucked up state. Eh, why don't you say it with me again? Our most fucked up state. Yes, elsewhere in Florida, a Florida man was arrested on his honeymoon after he answered an ad for a prostitute. You know what? Maybe there is something to be said about uh, waiting to have sex, being a virgin when you get married, or at least you know, just not fucking your wife until... The honeymoon. If he had never had sex with his wife until his honeymoon, he would not be looking for prostitutes. Because this would be, like, new and exciting. Instead, you know, he's probably fucked the shit out of this broad. She's all used up at this point. He wants something new and exciting. Some strange pussy, right? He's on his honeymoon in an exotic locale. I don't know where. I don't know where their honeymoon was. Brazil or something? A hot bronze bitches down there? All wearing their little thong bikinis. 
way more enticing than uh, some, you know, woman he's been living with for five years already. Paul uh, Tur- Turo... Uh, Turov, Tur- uh. Dale Terraria, Nicaragua. Another defendant, 34-year-old <laughs> Barbara Sklorov. Okay, Kosovnokova, Samani Mukakalakanonga, Kai Glow Amban, Adam Hinojosa, Half Sat Musa Baba. All right, just go ahead and add this one to the list. Not even that hard of one. It just tripped me up. Paul Turovsky. <laughs> that sounds right. 34. It sounds believable, at least. Paul Tarofsky, 34, left his new bride sleeping in their hotel room in Tampa. Mm, he got one of them fine Tampa whores. <laughs> Heard good things about prostitutes in Tampa. All right. Uh, yeah, he left his new bride sleeping in their hotel room in Tampa and went out to meet a prostitute that he had connected with online. When the self-employed businessman arrived at the Hyatt Hotel, he was promptly placed in handcuffs. He was caught up in a sting operation by local police to crack down on sex trafficking, which apparently is a problem in Tampa. Uh, According to Hillsborough County Sheriff Chad Cronister, he said uh, the only question here was, as a wedding guest, was it too late to get the gifts they gave returned back to them? Yeah, no word yet on if the, the wife is going to divorce this guy. Chances are high. That is definitely on the table. Uh, Tarofsky was one of 176 men arrested in the sting operation. Ultimately, this probably worked out for the best, you know, for the, the bride. At least she found out early. I mean, he's probably been visiting prostitutes the entire time they've been dating. But at least, the you know, the wife found out early on in the marriage. Might save her years of heartache. And it's much harder, like, to uh, go through a divorce and stuff when you have kids. So... Count your blessings, honey. This is the best thing that could happen to you. All right, uh, here's another Florida story. Florida is the most fucked up state. I know it's not typical that we have all Florida stories, but I have noticed an increase in Florida stories over the past, what, year or so, haven't you? The frequency of these things is uh, a bit concerning. Florida, you got to get your shit together, man. Speaking of shit, porta potties are going missing across Southwest Florida. It's a crime spree, man. Cameras were rolling in a Buckingham neighborhood when someone stole a porta potty from a construction site. The incident happened on Insdale Street back on uh, August 12th. Neighbors said construction projects are booming in the area. That's why no one questioned the person who loaded the portable toilet onto a lift and then drove it off. You can't just, like, uh, drag a porta potty down the street. You gotta load it onto, like, a pickup truck or something, right? Steve Mammon lives on the street and was able to track it down. I take the dog for a ride on the golf cart every afternoon. Ah, Florida life. After that, we discovered it was gone, and I noticed it at a different site. The toilet was dumped on an empty lot across from a work site about a block. I think another construction crew needed a porta potty and just went driving around, and they found one. The toilet was dumped on an empty lot across from a work site about a block away from where it was taken. Mammon says uh, he may know why it was borrowed. They didn't have a porta potty, so they couldn't get an inspection without the porta potty. So they just came and they took this one. So they were just like borrowing it to get the inspection. It's kind of a weird rule. You got to have a porta potty on site, otherwise they won't approve uh, your inspection. 
they didn't have a porta potty, so they couldn't get an inspection without the porta potty. So they came and they nabbed this one. Mammon said the property owner slash builder made contact with the porta potty company, who was able to replace what was taken and retrieve what was stolen. All right, that's one porta potty. This headline is very misleading. Clickbait, fake news. I thought this was like a uh, like a crime spree. Porta potties, plural, going missing across Southwest Florida. This is just one isolated incident, and it kind of makes sense why it happened. There's not some evil madman swiping portable toilets up and down the Florida coast for some nefarious purpose. Honestly, my initial thought was, oh, there's some autistic kid who loves porta potties and is collecting them. Kind of like uh, Brian Roper. You know that kid who collects plastic chairs? Oh, my name is Brian Roper, and this is my plastic chair collection. There's about a couple thousand chairs in my whole collection all together. <laughs> thousand, thousands of chairs. His poor parents. You know he lives with his parents, right? It's just wall-to-wall plastic chairs. Like, you know, like, like the outdoor cheap plastic chairs. I've got your Adirondacks. Got your high backs, low backs, medium sized chairs. He knows all the chair lingo. But not only that, you're about two rows deep. Yeah, you can see how that is. Here's the second half of my collection school chairs, uh, some random metal falling chairs. We're now down in the basement. He's got so many chairs, you know, the, the backyard is full of chairs. Now the basement is full of chairs. All right, that's Brian Roper. You all remember him. Final story we have for you. You know where this is going. Say it with me. Shout out to Timmy Booth of distortedview.com from Florida, our most fucked up state. Shout out to Timmy Booth, nigga. Yeah, we got one from Madeira Beach, Florida. A woman ended up in handcuffs after trying to impress a Pinellas County deputy with pirouettes during a field sobriety test. Yeah, don't get fancy with the field sobriety tests. Your bravado is a big giveaway that you're utterly and completely wasted you just want me to walk on a straight line you think i'm drunk i can't walk on a straight line i'll do you one better i'll do a whole fucking ballet get ready for the nutcracker motherfucker (laughs) according to an arrest report amy harrington 38 had rear-ended another vehicle along gulf boulevard shortly before 10 30 p.m on april 27th A deputy responding to the crash said Harrington had slurred speech, ting, glassy eyes, ting, and was unsteady on her feet. How dare you? She's light on her feet and she'll prove it. Uh, The affidavit also states that the deputy smelled alcohol on Harrington, who refused to provide a breath test. In a body camera video, the deputy can be heard giving Harrington explicit instructions to walk along the yellow line. When asked if she understood the direction, Harrington said yes, but added that she thought the deputy's instructions were ridiculous. The video then shows Harrington using a yellow traffic line as a stage as she performed a one-woman dance show ranging from ballet to an Irish jig. It was her version of the history of dance. The deputy who was giving her the field sobriety test was uh, not amused when the deputy asked Harrington again to walk along the yellow line. Don't dance along the yellow line. Don't do a jig on the yellow line. She said, oh, my God, you sound like my fucking ballet coach before breaking into yet another dance. The deputy asked Harrington several times if she understood the directions, even though she said yes. Apparently, she did not. 
She kept dancing instead of following those very clear, simple directions. When asked if there was any reason she could not follow the instructions, Harrington replied with, because you sound like my ballet coach, which is an incredibly stupid thing to say. What, you don't follow the instructions your ballet coach gives you? She can also be heard saying, I just want to go home, dude. It is safe for me to go home. Please, I'm begging you. Harrington, I'll, I, I would play the uh, you know audio, but I have it here, but it's it's nothing great. As a matter of fact, I will make an animated GIF of her doing some dancing, though. If you want to check that out, uh, go to distortedview.com or superfreaksideshow.com. That's the interesting thing. Harrington also told the deputies, if you're going to arrest me, just do it now. If all my flawless dancing doesn't convince you I'm not drunk, just arrest me. After nearly eight minutes... That's quite the routine. The deputy did just that and placed Harrington in handcuffs. Harrington was charged with DUI with property damage and refusal to submit to testing. She was also arrested back in 2019 for refusing a breath alcohol test. So this is a pattern of behavior for her. That, my friends, is what's happening in Florida. Just Florida. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. Well, freaks, I love to hear from you, and there are many ways to contact the show. Show at distortedview.com. I'm all over social media at distortedview on Twitter and Instagram, Facebook.com slash distortedview show. You know all the ways to contact me. Let's do just a couple uh, real quick voicemails because I'm running a bit late today. Hey, Timothy, it's Meowness. Hey, Meowness. Um, Meowness. So I kept. You kept playing that ortho song. Yes. And. Because it's awesome. There's a couple parts in there that really makes me think that you should overlay that with the that honk sound that they were trying to teach kids yes. to do instead of screaming. The honk. Because there's definitely some notes that are hit in that ortho song that sound <laughs> like that. You mean this honk? The honk. Oh! That was Tanya. Yeah, Tanya's got some pipes on her, man. Uh, so that honk is a thing that kids are supposed to do when they're in trouble. This is all from like a safety VHS tape for kids. Circa 19, I don't know, 83 or something. The Fonz hosted it. Henry Winkler. The idea is that children make all sorts of horrible noises, usually high-pitched. Like screams and squeals and screels. That last one isn't a thing. Uh, but if if a kid makes a low noise, like, uh, like parents will be like, what the fuck is going on out there? Something might not be right. So, you know, if you're if you're a kid and you're being touched inappropriately or a stranger's trying to throw you in their van or something, you do the honk, which uh, I don't think ever really caught on. I don't think a lot of kids these days know about the honk. We featured this like, I don't know, seven, eight, nine years ago on DV, maybe even longer. Most of you probably don't even know about the honk. That's why I'm going through it right now. All right. Uh, yeah, maybe I'll add that uh, to the next time I play the ortho song. Can't imagine I'm going to ever play that song again, though. It just it gets stuck in your head. Hey, Tim. Daddy Comet calling up. Uh, talk to you about... I'm sorry. Why are we calling you Daddy Comet now? Is that a thing that I have to do, too? I thought it was Haley's Comet. Now you're... Now you're- Daddy comment about the nightclub with the no staring. Why are you daddy comment? I've I've been down this road for certain events before. Rules like that exist for one of two reasons. One, it's intentionally vague, so they have an excuse to throw out somebody that the bouncers decide is being a jackass. Or two, 
there was one problem guy who was so good at skirting all the other rules. I mean, but don't businesses have an inherent right to just throw out anyone they don't want in there anyway? Like, you know, we can refuse business uh, for whatever reason. They had to make a rule specifically to say, and fuck that guy in particular. I have no idea which one it is. You have to sort of think that that happens uh, somewhat frequently at nightclubs, right? Horny dudes staring at women. Of, of, of this new rule, I, I, think, I think it's the latter. I think that they fucked this guy in particular rule. Yeah, you think this was all designed because there was one problem uh, attendee. Okay. Timmy Boo, first time caller. Hey. Corpse paint by numbers. Hey. All the way up from the gym city. <laughs> down to you. Good username. Corpse paint by numbers. Um, soon to be tricky to cocks. Anyway. Hey, uh, Xavier Hollander, that was really cool that you mentioned here on Friday. We uh, brought back a lot of cool memories. As a young lad back in 1986-87, I found my dad's not-so-well-hidden stash of different things for older uh, discriminating gentlemen, <laughs> including her copy her book, um, The Happy Hooker. Yes, uh, Xavier Hollander was uh, that woman who went by the name Happy Hooker, and she released a few songs we played on uh, on Friday's episode, another find by Miss May. And so that was from a, a very early or 70s soft porn book that uh, I guess was like the okay one to have kind of thing. Um, I ended up reading, basically reading it, and uh, off and on, you know, in times sessions, including the one scene about her jacking off a dog. So oh. check that part out. Huh. Uh, they actually made a movie, of course, based on that one. Very, again. Miss May, find that piece of media for me. Thank you. Very early 80s, very soft porn kind of stuff. Uh, it actually was made it onto Cinemax After Dark one time. Oh, and really? I think they actually did a whole series of them, of course, based on that because you had a pretty repeatable uh, concept. So there you go. And thanks for, for keeping it up the great work, man. I am uh, really excited to get to talk to you first time and hopefully see you soon. Bye. Love hearing from new listeners. Uh, great having you here. Uh, corp, uh, color, was it paint by color corpse? <laughs> I have a problem with that. Ooh, first time color. Corpse paint by numbers. Corpse paint by numbers. That, that's it. All right. Thank you for all the voicemails. Keep them coming. It's all the time we have on this edition of the show. I want you guys to email me. Show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you. 206-666-4463. That's 206-666. Oh, God, is it? Oh, God. At least I ain't out there trying to get AIDS from fucking sluts and whores. Spread the distortion, STD. Tell all your friends about the show. Don't forget to give us a five-star rating, a thumbs up, or like wherever you can rate and review podcasts. Tomorrow's episode of DV is going to be Sideshow exclusive. If you want to hear it, you got to sign up. Superfreaksideshow.com. Otherwise, I'll be back on Wednesday. Until then, have a great day. Bye, everybody. Scribe Media Group. Learn more at scribe.net.